This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here on Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Welcome to the Jason Walker Show. Happy Monday. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today, we're going to talk uh, basketball with Guy Almquist, Ben Dudek. Get their thoughts of the weekend. We've got Crosstown coming up in Helena this weekend for boys and girls and also wrestling tomorrow night. Uh, we'll talk about some wrestling. We've got some rodeo on tap. Montana Circuit Finals wrapping up. Uh, we've got your auto contest performance of the week. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, and so many more places. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com. Our uh, Twitter handle, at JWalkerSports. And our uh, email, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Phone number, 406-209-1267. And that includes if you'd like to weigh in on the MHSA news out of the day. Um, Art, not sure. I think it's probably on your end. Is everybody having... we okay audio-wise? Everybody? Um, let's see. Not sure what's going on. Anyway, uh, we'll try to get that audio fixed. Our audio works. Is, um, you're not, yeah, our audio is working fine. So welcome back. We had some technical difficulties last week and then we got sick. We got sick coming back from Texas. Not COVID, tested negative for COVID, tested negative for the flu, but something respiratory. My dad and I both got it. And, uh, man, oh man, it was, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. It's not exactly a fun thing to deal with, uh, for sure, but, uh, not sure what it is. Just a virus got to run its course. That's what they say, right? Um, but had a good time down in Frisco. Uh, the cats lose, but uh, still had a fun, fun time down there. And uh, it was a pleasure, thanks to uh, my uncle for uh, showing us around. We had a good time. Uh, you know, aside from being a tight end sports bar, thanks for letting us be there. Uh, that was fun. And um, hung out with great people from both sides, North Dakota State and Montana State. But then Saturday night after the game, we had a great dinner at a bar owned by Kiss. Um, and then we had um, we went and raced cars, go-karts. Uh, they've got a really cool like VR, virtual reality stuff. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but virtual reality stuff. Um, and then the go-karting was, uh, was fun. I had the fastest lap. I came in first and uh, had a good time. So uh, this opening segment, by the way, of the Jason Walker Show is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, veteran-owned and operated, family-owned and operated, and uh, along with women-owned and operated. 
this is just an amazing business. If you have a log home that you want done, get a hold of Montana Custom Log Homes. They have 15 plus different uh, floor plans, or you can come with one of your own. They'll work with your budget, and they are the best in the in the industry. There's no question about it. Visit yourcustomlog.com to get started uh, today. Montana Custom Log Homes. So yeah, we had a great time down there in Frisco. Um, Ate some good food, obviously. I got to hit the gym. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. And, again, the Cats didn't win, but it was still a lot of fun. Came back sick, getting better, and I appreciate your patience with that last week. Um, we wanted to be back on and talk. You know, Tommy Malott looks like he's going to go uh, to surgery for his uh, ankle. Looks like a torn ligament. And uh, there was a lot, of, uh, a lot of great stuff last week. That included high school basketball and wrestling. If you want to get your nominations in for your auto contest performance of the week, you can. And uh, we have a couple uh, Bruin, Capital Boys uh, Bruins, that uh, won some wrestling at the uh, Jug Beck. Uh, Carson DeRozier, one of them. And uh, so if you'd like to uh, weigh in on your auto contest performance of the week nominees, you can. Uh, at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter, 406-209-1267 on uh on the cell phone or on the uh, phone as well. All right, so the big news coming out today, MHSA adopting baseball and shot clock. Yeah, baseball and the shot clock. How about that? Uh, their annual meeting today, the board of directors, uh, everything was finalized, and uh, there you go. So there was other proposals that passed and, and, and the such, but this is one – the shot clock is a big deal. It's going to be a 35-second shot clock, and it's going to start in the 2022-2023 season, so this coming fall. And for a long time, Montana didn't do it because they would have had to separate from the National Federation of High School Foundation, but the NFHS adopted the shot clock and set it up to the states. In 2021, so there you go. Uh, this is going to be good. You know, there was a lot of there's a lot of talk the last few years about the cost of the smaller schools. It's about five to ten thousand to get started. It'll go for boys and girls, but you know, you get a donor, or that the biggest cost comes from the upfront, but it's going to be a big deal. Bless me. This will get rid of the stall at the end of halves and games. This will make coaches better. This will make players better. This will make the game better in the state of Montana. And now it's uh, it's going to be awesome. So congratulations for uh, for that finally passing. I didn't know if the day would ever come, honestly. And, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I really didn't. But the shot clock is here now. Starts in this fall. Uh, varsity and JV levels, sub-varsity games. So everybody in the high school. And it's from AA down to C. It's not just AA or A. It's all the way, which is a big, big thing. We'll talk to Guy Onquist and Ben Dudek about it uh, coming up today, get their thoughts on it. Uh, let's see, also uh, baseball as a sanctioned sport now for MHSA. And it's up to individual schools. Now to decide if they want to field a high school team. They're still going to be legion. And, and that's the other thing, too, is now where 
where does this fit in with Legion ball? You know, most states have high school baseball. I get it. I'm not sure Montana's right for it. Uh, Legion ball starts in February. Well, when are you going to start high school ball? Does this move the Legion season back? Does it cut the Legion season basically in half? Because now you're going to have high school baseball take you through the end of May if it's in the spring, which I would assume it's going to be. Um, but it's going to be, uh, you know, you, you feed off, you come right into Legion season, which will be good. But I don't know if this is a good thing for Montana. You already have small schools that, you know, have to consolidate. Like, uh, you know, there's there's a team up on the high line. Was it North Country? Basically, they have to consolidate for basketball, football, I mean, for every sport, along with Legion. You know, you've got to get kids from other schools to come in to play Legion ball. Helena's got three teams, the Reps, the Independents, and the Senators. But a lot of those kids were from East Helena. Well, now you're going to, you know, I, I just, I, are you going to have a lot of, are you going to have enough kids to field teams at all levels? For sure, the B and the C. Do you have BC like softball? Is it one division? And then you've got A and then double A? That's one thing that they're going to have to consider, I think, too, and look at or uh, and sort out. We'll find out all the rules about that. But, you know, you look at Great Falls. Legion numbers have been down for the last few years. How does Great Falls High and CMR each field a team? It's going to be very interesting on, and, and is there going to be three divisions or four? Like I said, is there going to be the double A, A, B, C, or is it going to be like softball? You have double A, A, and then B, C is together. You're going to lose some track kids now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how baseball works in Montana. I'm not sure it can. And I'm a huge, I love baseball. It's the best sport out there. But I don't know, man, if baseball can succeed in Montana as a high school sport. And now I think you've got to come up with a girls match because you have girls wrestling, but that's not a sanctioned sport yet, right? So now you've got to get that figured out for Title IX. So those are the big deals, though, uh, the two big ones, shot clock and, uh, and baseball. Here's another one that passed, which is it definitely huge for smaller schools was uh, eighth graders are now allowed to compete in all varsity sports outside of football. It doesn't really affect the bigger schools so much, but it definitely will affect the smaller, uh, small schools who already are relying on eighth graders in a lot of cases at, this, at the C and, and uh, even B levels to fill out rosters. So is there an eighth grader that's going to start for five years in the AA? Maybe once every you know, generation, possibly, but I don't know. I think it's good. It's, it's definitely good for all the for all schools to be able to play by that rule. Um, you know, but like I said, the bees and especially Class C schools, especially basketball and volleyball, have already relied on eighth graders to to fill rosters. So and they just can't play football, which you know that's that's understandable. Uh, Jason Walker show is. Uh, Continuing, we love it. Hope you, uh, man, we had fun down in Frisco. While we, uh, when we got back, this came out Friday night, uh, last Friday night, like three days ago. Jerome Sowers, 
former NAU and the winningest coach in Big Sky Conference history, named the head coach at MSU Northern. Kind of uh, came out of nowhere, I think. He was the defensive coordinator at Southern Oregon the last couple of years, or last year, uh, after retiring at, uh, at NAU, kind of being forced out at NAU um, after a great successful uh, career at Northern Arizona, was also at Montana for 12 years. The dude can coach. Can he turn it? Is he the one that's going to turn it around at MSU Northern? Maybe. It's just a, it's a culture up there, man. You've got to change the culture. And how do you recruit kids to have her? I mean, this isn't an easy place to get to. And it has nothing to do with the town. It's just, you, fl- you know, you fly into Gray Falls, you, you drive up if you're on a recruiting trip, but you've got to get Montana kids. Jerome Sowers is going to have to get Montana kids. Good luck now because you're competing, you know, <laughs> against the Cats, the Grizz, uh, preferred walk-ons that are going there. Not to mention the scholarship kids, but then the frontier schools. And Northern has always had problems recruiting to Haver. They have their own stadium, which is, in theory should start to help a little bit here. But, yeah, it's um, good luck to Coach Sowers. We'll get him on the air. We'll get him on the show soon. Um, he's a good dude. He's always fun to chat with uh, when he was in Northern Arizona and going out to Big Sky Media Day. So looking forward to talking with him. Jason Walker Show opening segment brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Three distinct divisions, uh, milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, you need to uh, go to their website, yourcustomlog.com, and check out fantastic floor plans from 700 square feet to, well, I think they have 30,000 square foot is the largest right now. Um, these are uh, These are some amazing log homes, and they do it for you how you want it, and they'll fit your budget as well. Montana Custom Log Homes. Visit yourcustomlog.com. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to talk to Guy Almquist. We also have Montana PRCA rodeo results. The uh, circuit finals wrapped up on Saturday night in the Electric City. Uh, favorite coach or one of our favorite coaches is uh, celebrating a milestone. We'll talk about that coming up in the walk-off. And uh, the Auto Contest Performance of the Week coming up, too. And if you want to weigh in, you can. 406-209-1267 is baseball a good thing uh, for MHSA to sanction as a sport? And what are your thoughts on the shot clock? Let us know. Uh, at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter as well. Take a quick break. We'll come back. And Guy Omquist will talk Capital Hoops next. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. 
who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the uh, Jason Walker Show. It's nice being home. It really is. Okay, being down in Texas uh, at Excite Bates and uh, Tight End Sports Bar is fun. But like that, my little one, being able to come in. She didn't have school today. Martin Luther King Day, so just giving a hug after she wakes up from her nap. I love it. It's, it's great being home. Jason Walker Show, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Speaking of being down in Texas, we had some great sponsors that helped get us down there. The Montana Football Hall of Fame. Um, tickets go on sale very soon for the banquet coming up in June down at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, which will uh, induct the latest class, which uh, we announced back in September here on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, includes Dane Fletcher, Robert Doerr. Chan Chillinger, a couple other uh, fantastic ones. Uh, also, um, so you can get your bank uh, tickets at Universal Athletic Service or uh, the Universal website. Big Sky Brokers, Jane and Nita Shirley, if you're looking for a home in Montana, they have the connections to get you set up how you want, especially in Helena Gray Falls area. Uh, we appreciate Jane and Nita. Uh, Pinkerton and Company, Leather, it's a combat veteran-owned company out of Wyoming, but Casey Pinkerton from Montana, Montana born and bred, basically. 
And uh, he makes everything uh, homemade in Wyoming with American leather. Uh, you, you want the, a small wallet? Done. You want a custom saddle? Done. Uh, all products built to last. Check them out on Facebook, Pinkerton Co. Pinkerton Co. and PinkertonLeather.com. Use the discount code MTSports10 for a 10% discount on all the products. Also, uh, Overland Express, uh, Phil and the gang over there. In fact, speaking of Overland, uh, Amy Chartier, whose daughter uh, Kylie, uh, Kaylee is a huge uh, boxer, she'll be on the show next week, Kaylee will, won regionals. Uh, speaker Sprinklers, appreciate Joe and the gang, and then Excite Baits. Uh, we're going to have some Excite Baits product to give away coming up a little bit uh, later on, um, moving down the road as well. Um, stuff that works really well on bass, but it will work on pike, walleye, trout. I mean, it's great stuff. It's plastic baits. Like, it's awesome. Um, so we appreciate that. Appreciate all of our great sponsors on the Jason Walker Show. If you want to reach out and be a sponsor, you can. Get a hold of me. Jason at jasonwalkershow.com, or uh, you can email me uh, there, or uh, give us a call, 406-209-1267. Coming up this week, we'll talk to Alex Eshelman. She's scheduled to rejoin the show. Also, uh, Katie Garson-Forber, Brandon Day. But now it is time to check in with uh, the Capital Boys coach. And uh, Capital Boys on a roll. This is uh, the first time in a while they've been the hunted and, uh, you know, Instead of the ones doing the chasing, they're being chased down, and it's a, it's a good thing. Uh, or is it? We'll ask Coach Almquist about that. Also, get his thoughts on the shot clock. He's been a big proponent of getting a shot clock in Montana, and it finally passed today. So joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, the head coach of the Capital Boys, Guy Almquist, joins us on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, a uh, successful weekend and really a successful season so far for the Bruins. How are you feeling? Oh, yeah, the kids are doing a great job. Uh, what I like is that we're getting better every week. Uh, we've, you know, we're, we're learning from each and every game, trying to improve. The kids are focused. Uh, no one's got to get a lot better. And, uh, you know, we're going to get a good shot from everybody we play. And, and uh, we've got some things to improve on. And that, that, that gradual improvement is what we're uh, certainly looking for over the course of the year. It's been a couple of years since you guys were the hunted. How's that feel? <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, that's where you want to be. You want to have right. high expectations. And, um, you know, it, I think it really forces you to continue to work and, and understand how important that, that process is. So uh, I think everyone would want high expectations. These kids have high expectations of themselves. And, and uh, as long as we continue to grind a little bit and practice each and every day, uh, we'll be fine. Have you seen the improvement from the non-conference to the conference portion of the season? Yeah, I think so. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of, you know, a lot of times in high school, it's two steps forward, one step back, and you just keep, you know, gradually moving up. But, uh, yeah, our kids are doing a good job. I, I think we're uh, striving to be more and more balanced. I think we're doing a little bit better job there. We've got some some kids that are stepping up and uh, contributing in the scoring column and the rebounding battle. Uh, you know, we added Nick Pitt and Michelotti back to the fray, uh, which has increased our depth a little bit. And, Again, it's it's still pretty early, but we're starting to uh, get some defined roles and, and start to embrace those roles. Can you still dunk the ball, or were you ever able to dunk it? Um, I, I never, I never, you know, Jason, I never really wanted to dunk the ball. You only got two points for that, so it uh, wasn't a big deal. I, I decided to shoot threes just so we could get uh, more efficiency on the offensive end. So, in other words, you couldn't. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, when you watch a kid like Braden Cook, 
when, I don't think he gets seven dunks in the game. Um, how yeah. impressive is that? Yeah, that, that was that was kind of crazy. That's just not something you see very often. And obviously, not all of them, but the majority of them came in uh, in transition, you know, off deflections and whatnot. And our kids do a real good job of passing the ball ahead to them. Of course, we, we play them in a spot where if, if we do get a turnover, he's he's a one-man fast break uh, yeah. where he's at defensively. So, uh, honestly, as I, I told the paper, it looked exhausting. I, I, <laughs> I mean, that has a lot of sprints and a lot of uh, – Long jumps at the end of uh, possession. So um, it's a big deal, though. Obviously, it gets the, the crowd into it, yeah. gets our kids energized, and uh, can be tough on the opponent. So, yeah, it was nice. And it's a high percentage shot, so I like that part of it. Well, that is very, that's better than shooting threes. I mean, you mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, so we, we can get those and, and get to the rim like that. Uh, you know, that's, that's good for us. Who's the best dunker on the team? Oh, definitely Bray. Okay. Definitely Bray. We got three or four guys who can dunk, but he's in terms of dunking it again. There's, there's no question he's going to be at the best one. Okay, what's the one dunk you won't let him do in a game, though? Um, anything flashy? I, I've never discussed that with him. Um, you know, I'm breaking a little soccer as I get older. Actually, I, I'm, I'm okay. I let him go. I'm not going to really tell him uh, anything he can't do. I mean, I think he understands the situation of games, and if he thought it was. Uh, too risky. I don't think he'd do it. So I, I have a lot of trust in him to make good decisions that way. That's uh, that's very awesome because uh, yeah, I mean, there's some coaches that would absolutely freak and pull a kid immediately. So um, especially yeah, if I miss and maybe it. when I was younger, I, I might have done that, but I've uh, I've learned to appreciate that a little bit more. And, <laughs> and uh, again, yeah, I, I think if you have some trust in your players, and I certainly have that in Braden, I, I'll let him make those decisions. We'll yeah. we'll be in good shape. Of, Guy Onquist joining us, Jason Walker, showing the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. you got a Helena High coming up this week. It is Crosstown. It's always a big deal, especially now because Helena High seems to have found itself a little bit. I mean, they're still struggling, but a couple of wins under their belt now for the Bengals. That makes them a formidable opponent now as you head into uh, this weekend's game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I actually just got done watching some film on, on Helena High and I've watched them a little bit throughout the year. And, uh, right now, I don't think they're struggling at all, to be honest. I think they're playing great basketball. They uh, an awful hard. They're a very physical basketball team, uh, and I think they're playing with some confidence that maybe they haven't had recently. So uh, they're they're playing great and and uh, coming off some great wins. I mean, beating Glacier at home, beating Hellgate at home, getting the road. I mean, they're they're playing good basketball. So we uh, we're looking forward to it on Friday night, but we know it's going to be a tough tough game. It always is, and I mean, you throw out all the cliches. It doesn't matter the records when we play and all that stuff. Um, but this really is a big game early in the season for conference standings now because of how well they've played. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's no question. Um, every conference game is important. We know that, and that's, that's a cliche. But, but uh, a cross-town game, you know, those are more important. I mean, I don't know who's, I don't know why coaches are trying to get themselves. Uh, it's a crucial game. It's a crucial game in conference. Uh, it's going to be very tough. And cross-town games are usually not very pretty. <laughs> it's going to be a grinder. It's going to be 32 minutes, and uh, we're going to have to stay poised and, and just understand that that's how it's going to be uh, going in. If you can get a point a minute in Crosstown, generally that works out to be a victory. <laughs> yeah, for some years it has. I, I think uh, these two teams can score maybe a little bit more clip than that, but 
generally it is a, a much uh, lower scoring affair than normal games, no doubt about it. All right, speaking of uh, faster pace, more scoring, shot clock introduced, uh, approved today by the Montana High School Association Board of Directors. It's been a long time coming. Um, I know you've been an advocate of this for, uh, well, since I've known you for the last eight years. How big is this mm-hmm. for, for Montana basketball? Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think it's great. It's, you know, it, it will be in every high school, uh, in every state at some point here very shortly, in my view. And, and uh, it's just going to make the game better. Uh, I don't like everything about it, but I think the majority of things regarding the shot clock make the game better, make it more fun for the kids. The kids want the shot clock. Uh, fans want the shot clock, the vast majority anyway. Um, I understand that there's some challenges with implementation, but that's, you know, those are challenges we can overcome. I'm confident in that. And, uh, I, I just think that, uh, it's just going to make for a, a much better game of basketball overall and, and, uh, uh, really excited to see it. Well, and it, it's, it, like you said, it's been a long time coming. We've all wanted it for quite a while, especially, Nobody complains about it until tournament time, and then that's when it usually comes up um, every March. Yeah. But it does make the game better and overall. The 35 seconds, you happy with that? Yeah, I think that's probably the appropriate time. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen if that's the, the time or not, but that'd be what I'd hope for. Um, honestly, in most games, the majority of the time, you're not going to see many shot clock violations, if any. You, right. you really would. That's, that's really an eternity, but... What it does, and I think most important thing for me, is, is to take away the stall. Um, the stall, and then I think in the quarters, in the games, um, you know, there's three minutes left. Instead of being a free throw contest, there's still some strategy in terms of having to execute offensively, uh, being able to play different defenses uh, when you're behind. I think all that stuff adds to the excitement, adds to the strategy of the game. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for it. Well, you know, and one thing, too, over the years, I've talked with college coaches about this is, it helps get these high school kids prepared for the college game now, and I think that's a big deal too because a lot of these kids are going to like a Braden Cook, are going to go be playing college basketball with a shot clock. They've been playing with them in travel ball, so why not just uh, you know make it all across the board and, and all year round, basically? Yeah, and I, I certainly understand why college coaches want it. There, there probably is not a college coach in the country that wouldn't want the shot clock. If I'm honest, for me, that's pretty far down the list of priorities. Um, I understand that some of the players in high school basketball are going to go on to college, and that'll help them for that. But in general, I don't think that's the that's what high school basketball is out there for. So, in terms of you know why I think it's it's great, I'll be honest that that development of a college basketball player is a little bit further down the list for me. Well, it's definitely going to change you as a coach too, because and and coaches across the state uh, that haven't yeah. had to deal with it because. Uh, uh, it does involve strategy. We'll find out how good coaches really are now. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's, that's certainly uh, another thing to be putting in the practice plan is to handle shot clock situations, uh, develop a plan, um, and execute a plan. And so I'm excited for that. I, I think uh, I think that'll be great to watch, a great theater uh, for basketball. And, and, again, just to make the ending of games better and, and uh, the entire game better where you just see uh, continuous action and it doesn't slow down. But, again, I don't think during the course of the game you'll actually see that many shot clock violations. It just is really going to impact in the quarter, in the game scenarios. Well, Coach, uh, it's a victory for you uh, early in the week. Uh, I know you've been a proponent of it for a long time. Hey, thanks for joining us. Good luck against the Bengals this week, and uh, we'll talk next Monday. All right. Always appreciate talking to you, Jason. Thank you.
Guy Almquist joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. It's your family. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike in uh, State Farm in Helena today. Mike Miller State Farm. Uh, so the shot clock is in. It's awesome. I think it's a good thing. And uh, if you want to weigh in, good or bad, you can uh, for the next uh, few days at Jay Walker Sports. We're going to be talking about it tomorrow, too. Uh, and also... Uh, Four zero six two zero nine one two six seven. There was some other sports besides basketball over the weekend. The Montana Pro Rodeo Circuit Finals were held up in Great Falls Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and uh, there were some winners. They were crowned. Now, instead of going to the Ram Circuit Finals, it's a new version of the Ram Circuit Finals, and it's going to be at Pikes Peak uh, outside Colorado Springs, uh, Pikes Peak or Bus Rodeo, and. If it'll feature contestants from all, t- so it's basically like the Ramp Circuit Finals that used to be in Kissimmee, Florida, but now a million dollar payout for uh, all twelve circuits in the PRCA in Canada, and uh, it's going to be fun. And so now these are the guys from Montana and gals that will be headed. So year end winner in bareback is Tristan Hansen, for, uh, who who was just solid all year, twenty two thousand plus. Uh, along with Caleb Bennett, and he finished second. Caleb Bennett wins the average at the uh, circuit finals, but the NFR Open qualifiers are Tristan Hansen and Branley Peabody, who finished uh, first and second. Uh, let's see here. In team roping, it'll be Brady Tryon and Radley Day, along with Justin Viles and Taylor Williams going to Colorado. Uh, as Brady Tryon... Won the heading side. Justin Viles won the healing side. And then Radley Day and Taylor Williams won the average. I think I think Caleb Bennett is, is, and Tristan Hansen and Bearback. I don't think Brandley Peabody's going to the NFR Open. I think it's Caleb Bennett because he won the average. That's right. All right, Steer Wrestling. Uh, Timmy Sparing and Newt Novich will head to the uh, NFR Open. Timmy won the year end and uh, also won the average. Over the weekend, uh, Saddlebronk went to Sage Newman and the average winner, and then Chase Brooks, his traveling partner. Those two year-end standings, Chase Brooks won the year-end $16,965. Sage Newman, $16,528. I mean, he was, what, $420 under his, or $40 under behind his buddy? That's awesome. And they're two great kids. Uh, tie-down roping, Caleb Burquist won the year-end title, Landon Williams the average. In breakaway, which was new this year, Joey Williams won the year-end title, and Keedy Williams took the average. Barrel racing, Brittany Barnett won the average and the year-end. So uh, Maggie Polonchik, Margaret, will get to uh, head to uh, the NFR Open. And in bull riding, Cole Wagner and Cole Hould. Uh, Caden Camp won the year-end all-around as well as the circuit finals all-around. But uh, Cole Wagner won the bull riding year-end title. Cole Hold of Haver won the um, average title. So there's our uh, our winners that will head now to, uh, instead of the Rams circuit finals, it's the, it's the NFR Open. So it's pretty cool. New, new type of deal. All right, uh, let's see. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some more basketball. Ben Dudek's going to join us, the Helena High girls coach. They went uh, one and one up in Flathead over the weekend. 
We'll talk to him. Our auto contest performance of the week is still to come. And uh, we'll congratulate uh, some winners as well in other sports, other things. Maggie Voison heading off to the Olympics. Is that a good thing for uh, America? They go to the Olympics? Well, that's not our call. But we'll talk to Ben Dudek when we return. Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit. Spring is fast approaching, and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting, as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig, too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. 
Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, the final segment on a Monday. Man, today's flying by. It's crazy. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice how you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Uh, we'll get uh, Ben Dudek on here in a couple of seconds. Helen High Girls Coach talk about their weekend and Crosstown this uh, Thursday night. Also, your Auto Contest Performance of the Week. Last call for nominees. Last call for phone calls too. Four zero six two zero nine one two six seven. If you'd like to weigh in on Montana High School Association adopting the shot clock and baseball, along with uh, eighth graders being allowed to participate in sports not named football. Well, the walk-off on this day in history and much more all still to come here on a Monday. Nice weather. It's going to get chilly again tomorrow. It's, uh, it's January in Montana, right? Oh, still reminiscing about uh, being uh, down in Texas. It was so much fun. It really was. I know the Cats didn't win. And, look, I was re- coming home reading a couple things. All right, so Tommy Mallott got hurt, right? We know that. The Cats might have been better offensively, who knows? But Tommy wasn't playing defense, and that North Dakota State offensive line was bull rushing those uh, Bobcat defenders. It wasn't even close. And NDSU had a game plan for Troy Anderson, took him completely out of the game. And, uh, you know, Cats will be back. Um, they will. It was a good, good showing. Uh, but I was coming back reading something about some lady on Facebook was like, you know, North Dakota State, this isn't fair. They need to move up, give other teams a chance to win. No, that's not the point of sports. This isn't, not everybody gets a freaking participation trophy. You win or you don't. And I know she's a Bobcat fan. I'm a Bobcat fan, but good Lord. And I, I just, I had to stop reading Facebook after that because she was like, seriously. They need to move up to FBS because it's not fair. They've won nine titles in 11 years. Whose fault is that? It's literally everybody else's for not getting better. You know, I go I go back. To, I've been saying this for a long time. It's just like the Grizz. The Big Sky Conference had to up its game, up its facilities, up its everything to compete with the Grizz. And guess what? Now they have been over the last decade and a half. The Frontier, the NAI as a whole had to reinvent itself after Carroll College's domination in the early 2000s. So don't start with it. It's not fair. You can tell your kids all got participation trophies. Life's not fair. Deal with it. Good Lord. Okay, I had to get that off my chest. Uh, let's see if we got a message coming in, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Howard says, you don't have to like them, but you have to respect the bison. There's no question about that. Exactly what they've done. They've built, I mean, with different players and, and what, three different coaches now. You just, it's a tradition. It's just like what the Grizz built in Missoula. And I know Bobcat fans don't want to hear that, but it's true. How long did it take to beat the Grizz? To get, to beat the Grizz, to get Sonny Holland end zone built? Now to get the the new Bobcat Athletic Complex built, you have to win. You have to have kids want to come play. And Montana State has that again. But so do the Grizz. 
look, it's going to be fun to watch. But don't kick NDSU out of FCS because they're kicking the crap out of everybody. Everybody else just needs to get bigger and better and faster. It's the end. Speaking of getting better, the Helena High girls took one on the chin in uh, in Flathead, but uh, got a win over Glacier. And here to talk about it is the head coach and also Crosstown. Also his thoughts on shot clock because he came from an area that had a shot clock when he played in high school. Ben Dudek joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, uh, I miss talking with you. It's been a couple weeks. How are you doing? How's life? <laughs> Life's good, you know, just working along. I don't know. I'm here for school, so, um, yeah, back half of the year is going to be going, and you know, same with basketball, so come down the stretch and go. You guys go one and two last week. Uh, picking up a big road win, though, with uh, at Glacier. Um, how big was that after the week you guys had started with with Hellgate and Flathead? Yeah, it was big. Um, you know, obviously having a game canceled last Thursday was, you know, difficult to kind of just, you know, readjust and, you know, focus on, you know, one of the top two teams in the state in my mind. And, uh, but, yeah, you know, Flathead's a real tough team as well. I, you know, I think we all knew that. They had everybody coming back from last year pretty much. And, um, you know, it was a competitive game there in the first half. You know, they got us in the first corner. We got them in the second. And uh, then, you know, they just kind of pulled away from us in the second half. But, um but, yeah, just to come back on Saturday, especially in a back-to-back night like that, it's a big win. Um, you know, Glacier's playing everybody tough. They, they have a lot of good young guards um, that really get after you, that are really quick. They're tough to press in the man-to-man. Um, they have a forward that returns to Google that got a lot better from last year. She had 14 against us. No, so um, – that's a team that's going to be competitive every night. So, so to get out of there one and one at at the least was uh, was good for us moving forward. Well, I mean, anytime you can get a, a road conference victory is is great when you're trying to keep pace in the you know middle of the pack or upper fourth of the pack there in the in the Western Double A. So it's uh, you get a split on the road. That's not too bad in the Double A at times. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And you know, again, especially up there, you know, there's so many challenges that get presented. You know, long bus rides. You know. You know, sleeping in a hotel, um, all of those things that can present different challenges. So, so to come back and respond uh, after the loss on Friday night was was, was definitely a big for us. Uh, you guys playing better? Do you feel you're playing better at a conference season than you were non-conference? Uh, you know, I think it's I, I think it's still a process. I think there's some nights where we will struggle putting the ball in the bucket like Friday night, and then there's other nights where you know we're just you know just things just seem to be clicking a little bit better. I think you know part of that is it's schematically what, what different teams decide to do against us. Um, you know, we still have a lot of things to clean up, you know, cleaning up turnovers and all all of those things to make sure we're getting more shots, less turnovers. Um, yeah, but I feel like we're heading in the right direction. I, I, I feel like the girls understand, you know, what we're, what we're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, we're a very connected group, which is which is outstanding. And, uh, and yeah, I'm excited for uh, the challenges that lie ahead because there's no easy game right now in the West of way. No, there's not, and uh, it starts this week uh, on the road. I know it's a it's a short travel, but uh, at Capital, uh, this is a team that has a great pedigree, but it has struggled a little bit this year trying to figure out who they are without the studs they had the last few years. Um, and they've had a tough road w- uh, weekend up there in, in the Flathead Valley as well. But this is still a dangerous Capital team. It's in the Bears den, and uh, Katie Garson Forbes is still a good coach. So, uh, how do you approach this week? Yeah, you know, and it's, it's it's a big week 
uh, obviously the, the, the Crosstown, um, not only the actual game day of Crosstown, but the, the this is my second year in it now, and definitely a learning experience in the first <laughs> week, um, or, 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 you know, the first year last year, uh, with just how big it really is in this town. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, it's really about keeping our players focused. Um, I'm, I'm really big on the next one. Uh, we're always talking about the next one. Um, you know, we have seven opponents in the AA, and like I said, they're all really good, and this happens to be the next opponent. Um, and obviously it's a big – it's not only a big game for us with a Crosstown game, but it's a really big game in terms of AA West standing. Um, you know, if we can get this one, it puts us in a nice position moving forward. Uh, for placement, so no, they're, they they throw a lot of defenses at you, and and you know, like you said, well coached, and we're we're definitely going to have, have to be ready for the challenge that they present. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a nice atmosphere. Um, I think both of our teams are very even. Um, you know, we do some different things schematically on the offensive defense then, but uh, you know, in terms of uh, skill and, and and experience and all that, I think we're you know pretty even. So it should be a great game on Thursday. Helen High Girls coach Ben Duduck, our guest here, Jason Walker, showing the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, being outside of this and not knowing how big the rivalry was until last year, but you're still learning, is that a good thing for you? Because you just, because it's, you know, some coaches will say, like, this is Crosstown. This is a bigger game. It's bigger than just any other game. But for you, it's just another game. So how do you approach this week personally? Yeah, you know, personally, nothing really changes for me, um, to be honest. And I mean, even last year, I think I think things might change on Thursday night. Uh, this will be the first cross town that I will experience, obviously, with with a lot of fans in the stands. I've, I've been at those games before, but not in the sidelines. Um, so, you know, just approaching this week again, like it's like it's another game, like it's a big game that we need to win, just like Saturday was a big game that we need to win. So. You know, just making sure the preparation stays the same. Uh, you know, keeping the girls focused on on us and what we need to do, and you know, scouting them like any other team. But I think also, uh, you know, learning a little bit about how cross towns are in this state. Um, also, embracing it a little bit, you know, and allowing the girls to enjoy the process and enjoy the week um, for what it is, but also keeping us focused on the next one. And I think that's really the key for us. Um, you know, this week is, is, is a thing, folks, but enjoy the moment. Gotcha. Um, you still haven't figured out the rivalry is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I might not figure that out until Thursday night. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so what state did you come from? Remind me. So I'm from New York. So Rochester, New York is where okay. I grew up. Um, you know, played, played basketball uh, in Rochester and then college basketball up in uh, Potsdam, New York, and then okay. – seven years in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So that's, that's where I'm from. And, um, yeah, I think with the Crosstown thing, it's, it's, it's like back, uh, you know, back East, it's your rivalry is not necessarily the, the, you know, the town right next to you. You know, it's, it's it kind of shifts from year to year. Oh. Um, where I think, you know, in Montana, I feel like the rivalries are pretty cemented, you know, based on uh, geography, you know? Um, so, and, and, and that's a great thing. I mean, I was, I was, really surprised last year with how you know the first game we started a little bit against capital but the second you know, the second game we we were right there um you know until the fourth quarter so it, it definitely adds a different element you don't tell, tell the kids to play hard that's for sure right. um <laughs> which is really nice uh 
you know, you, it, it can really be a week about strategy, um, you know, not, you know, get on the floor for loose balls and all those sort of things, which we do a great job anyways. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still figuring it out, and that's all right. <laughs> so it's one step at a time. Well, so are you a Mets fan or a Yankees fan? I'm a, not a baseball fan. Not a baseball fan. Oh, okay. No, you know, I, you know, I'll go to a baseball game, but I, I couldn't sit in front of a TV and watch, watch okay. baseball. And to be honest, you know, once you know, basketball, the NBA lasts until mid June, and by that time, half the baseball season goes. <laughs> yeah, but that's the best start of the baseball season when it matters. Then. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> ooh, I need a break. <laughs> uh, so you, okay, so Knicks then. You Knicks? oh Nick? Yeah. Um, you know, NBA, honestly. Um, you know, when I was growing up, I was a Pacers fan. Uh, okay. Loved Reggie Miller, right. Mark Jackson, Rick Smith, that whole team. And, um, so you just love the. You know rivalries then. Oh sure, rivalries. yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm well versed in rivalries. It's just the crosstown rivalries. It's, just, it's that cemented rivalry that I was. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, before I let you go, I got to ask you this: Shot Clock uh, Innovation uh, is coming to Montana finally. It's we've in the media and fans and and, and we, coaches have wanted it forever. It was finally approved today: a 35 second shot clock. Did you guys have one in New York and Pennsylvania, and how big is it coming now to Montana? Yeah, we did have one in New York growing up. Um, when I was in high school, uh, the, you know, the men's shot clock was 30. Uh, the uh, women's was in high school. The women's was 35. Um, so I grew up in, in that in, in that realm. Um, Pennsylvania had not had one when I was down there. Um, but, but obviously, you know, that's always been something that I really felt was important in the game. I think – Primarily, I mean the you know the things that are outlined in the article are all important. Um, I think my my biggest takeaway and why I'm uh, to be I mean I'll be open and honest, but I'm a huge proponent for a shot clock. Is uh, I've, I've seen games in both Pennsylvania and Montana where the where the game is a four or five point game with four minutes left, and it feels over. You know, it feels like you have to foul with four or five minutes left in the game. Um, and, and just to me, it takes you know away a little bit of the strategy, um, you know, a little bit of the excitement of the game. If, if we're thinking about following with four minutes to go just to get another possession, um, you know, I, you know, again, I've I've seen that in both states um, as a coach and as not a coach, um, and it kind of just always made me feel uncomfortable uh, that the game wasn't being played out the right way, and you know, in all four quarters where I feel like the shot clock, you really reward the defense for. Hey, if you can play 35 seconds D, you know you're going to get another possession back with three and a half to go, and it's a two possession game. I think that's really important, um, and I'm very glad to see that it, you know, it came through. Okay, how many? I mean, how how will this improve girls basketball? Because girls basketball in the state of Montana is already unbelievable, but aside from the stalling aspect, which you're talking about, um, you know, girls basketball takes kind of a hit when it comes to the for the, the combination of board or comparison to boys and girls. But I think girls basketball just only gets better. I mean, it's 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 already great in Montana, and I think shot clock now makes it better. How, how do you feel? Yeah, no, I agree. And I don't, you know, if if you know, you watch film, you watch games, you know, especially across the state. I don't, I don't know if we're having an. I think the game's already quick. You know, I think you know there's a lot of teams getting up and down the floor playing sort of a college-style level um, of offense. You know, you see it, you know, at, at least in the West, you know, which is I'm, I'm most familiar with after the past two years. I don't, I don't know if it, that whole aspect needs to be changed. I think a lot of coaches are already moving forward in that direction. 
Um, but yeah, it, 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 I think for me, you know, it's just that fourth quarter aspect. But no, I'm excited. I think that it, it, it's going to cause some um, just some different strategy down, you know, certain ends. They can't run a 50 second possession anymore, so you need to get a shot off. I, I think we'll see. Uh, certain players be put in positions to to make plays at the end of shot clocks on a regular basis, um, you know, which will be fun to see. So, no, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to, um, you know, it's going to be a benefit to um, the individual girls, which is what we all do this for, um, especially ones that, you know, are going to go on and play the next level to prepare them. And uh, I think it's going to have a lot of positive impact. Well, uh, you're a positive impact so far. I wish you'd like baseball because then we got something better to talk about because I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> my wife's a Yankee yeah. fan though, so I can't, you know, it's, we've got that rivalry in the house. Um, that, that, that's, that's a tough one. Though. <laughs> <laughs> At least not a Red Sox, uh, you know, where I'm from, it's, yeah. uh, it's, you're just as close as the Boston as you are in New York city. So in Rochester, you're pretty split between the Sox and the Yankees. That can get pretty heated up there. Well, I'll take the Yankee or the uh, Red Sox over the Yankees. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, for you, I don't know about you. No, no, no. It's it's fun during the summer season. Hey, uh, appreciate the time and uh, looking forward to chatting with you next week after uh, you guys uh, take on Capital Thursday night. Good luck, and uh, we'll chat soon. Great, appreciate it. Thank you. That is uh, Ben Dudek, Helen High girls coach, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Big game Thursday night, Crosstown at uh, the Bears. Then it's going to be a fun one. And uh, it's not a guaranteed victory anymore for uh, one team or the other like it has been over the last really, well, gosh, I guess almost six years. It seems like one school would win and because they were loaded with talent and then the next. So anyway, going to be fun. Uh, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Um, man, there was some great ones. Uh, everybody who won at the Mile City Cowboy Invitational, both the girls and the boys' sides, uh, there were some great performances uh, wrestling there, great performances in high school ball, um, r- uh, basketball as well. Uh, let's run through a couple. Gavin Bates of Eureka, 36. Fisher Brown of Lewistown, that kid is so good. I hope he still has his great hair. He's 33. Tyson Shambo, 33 for Hayes. Uh, Sabrina Rush of Glasgow put up 33. Cassidy Yeoman of Florence Carlton, 31. Dakota Crass of Turner, 31. Uh, let's see, who else? 39, Shelby's Rhett Reynolds. 39, Alexa Reddig from Luster Christian. Cassidy Yeoman put up 34 over the weekend as well for Florence. Peyton Levine of Augusta, 32. Uh, Laney Satariva of North Star, 31. And some 30-pointers. Emily uh, Emmy Collins of West. Colton Graham Polson. Taylor Harris of Lockwood. Trey Hovland of uh, Townsend just missing out with uh, 29. Uh, let's see, T- uh, Talon Marsh uh, from Capital uh, locally and also Carson DeRozier winning titles at the Jug Beck. Big, big wins there. Congratulations to those guys. But uh, I got to go, <laughs> I mean, if, six years ago, if you would have said that I was congratulating this dude, I would have said you're full of crap. <laughs> but uh, Steve Keller picked up his 300th collegiate coach, uh, a coaching victory over the weekend as Providence beat uh, Rocky uh, on the road 90-83. to 83. And uh, Coach Keller has gotten it done. Uh, I mean, you think about this now. He's a, he's 90 wins away from 1,000 combined because he uh, went 6-10. He won 610 games in high school. 
and then uh, won 300 now in college. Uh, so, yeah, there were some uh, congratulations to him. And uh, that's awesome. 300 wins. We'll get him on the show soon, too. always love talking to Coach Keller. Both of them. Wes down at Rocky. Uh, let's see. Team-wise, Huntley Project at the Cowboy Invitational at Miles City. Uh, taking the win there. Uh, Billing Senior Girls winning the Girls uh, West Wrestling Mixer. Outpacing Skyview, Gallatin, West, Harlem, Bozeman, Harden, and Laurel. And then at the uh, first annual Cowgirl Invite at Mile City, Mile City Girls getting the job done there. So, And the Jefferson City Boys, or Jefferson High Boys, rather, Jefferson High winning the Shoto Classic, um, which is pretty cool. And they had seven top sixes, one champ in Leo Anderson, and they also had four openings. But, uh, so Steve Keller, congratulations. He is our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week winner, a former Helena High uh, coach as well. Uh, let's see here. Let's do uh, On This Day in History. Oh, by the way, stop into Auto Concepts. I am going to get a hold. i got to get a hold of them because i got to get my truck detailed. After traveling, it's just my brother spilled a whole bag of chips in the back seat, so i got to get that all cleaned up. It was just a mess. So uh, i got to get detailing done at Auto Concepts. They do it all. Today is January 17th. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It is Bootlegger's Day, also Hot Butter Rum Day. On uh, this date in 1916, Rodman Wanamaker organized a lunch to discuss forming a golfer's association. It was at a hotel in New York City. It later became the PGA. 1953, Australian Championship uh, Women's Tennis, All-American Final Marine Connolly wins the first leg of a Grand Slam. 1971, in Super Bowl V in Miami, Dallas Cowboys lost to the Baltimore Colts 16-13. The MVP, however, was Dallas linebacker Chuck Howley. Uh, is tomorrow night senior night, Howard? Yes, it is. Senior night at Capitol tomorrow. You got everything. Capitol's hosting everything this week for Crosstown. Senior night for wrestling tomorrow. And then uh, with Helena High at Capitol. And then basketball Thursday and Friday, girls and then boys. Uh, 1996, Detroit center Steve Eiserman, his 500th career goal. And uh, joining Gordie Howe is the only players in Detroit history to score 500 goals. 1929, Jacques Plant was born. Normally I wouldn't mean anything. He was a goaltender from Canada. Uh, he was born in Notre-Dame-du-Mont-Carmel in Quebec. But he was the first to wear a goaltender mask. Uh, it is Muhammad Ali's birthday today. Cassius Clay, born on this date in 1942. Passed away five, six years ago now. Steve Earle was born on this date in 1955, Guitar Town. Uh, Susanna Hoffs born on this date in 1959. Who is Susanna Hoffs? Let's see if this will play. Will it show up? Yep, that is Susanna Hoffs of the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, who else's birthday is in today? Does it matter after Susanna Hoffs? Benjamin Franklin was born on this date in 1706. Al Capone in 1899. And Betty White, 1922. Also, James Earl Jones, born on this date, 1931. And on this date in 1920, the first day of prohibition of alcohol comes to an effect in the U.S., uh, thanks to the 18th Amendment to the Constitution. But thankfully, they they changed that. 
a little bit later on. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. And, uh, man, missed, missed some, uh, some uh, Cafe Zydeco down in Texas. They should open up a place down there. Uh, but nothing compares to Cafe Zydeco when you're talking about Cajun food, shrimp and corn chowder. Uh, gumbo, both uh, chicken and sausage, also seafood, jambalaya, etouffee, crawfish or shrimp. Pasta Zydeco is an unbelievable dish. I also love me some po'boys. But uh, the walk-off brought to you by uh, Cafe Zydeco. Had a great show today. Great great being back. Sorry for being gone last week. We, we really wanted to be here, but between the technical difficulties Monday and then just being floored with sickness. Not COVID. It had nothing to do with that or the flu. Um, just sick. Congestion, cough, fatigue. Probably just being on the go uh, down in Texas. But uh, appreciate everybody for helping us get down there. Appreciate uh, everybody for tuning in today. Thanks to Guy Almquist and Ben Dudek for joining us. Uh, tomorrow, we'll talk to Katie Garson-Forba, Brandon Day about Crosstown Games. Also get their thoughts on the shot clock. And uh, it's going to be a fun week. Hope you join us. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Have yourself a magnificent Monday. It's a manic Monday. Susanna Haas, the Bengals, that's what she would sing about, right? Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow for Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.